the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Cabuno, and this is the episode for Wednesday, December 29th. Although I am putting this out kind of late in the evening, it's been a busy day, so you're probably not going to hear it till Thursday. Luckily, the couple of stories we're going to cover today are so fresh that you'll hardly even know they were a day old. As always, please like us on the Facebook, subscribe and comment on anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts, and thank you in advance for doing so. Gotta tell you, I spent the afternoon nailing down the specifics of the January 6th memorial that we are having on the Green in Canfield next Thursday on the one-year anniversary. The ceremony will be held in the part of the Green that has the gazebo. We will say some words, we will have a small prayer service, and then a tribute to those that lost their lives that day. And just to reiterate, we are doing this in honor of democracy and to solemnly commemorate how important a day in our nation's history this was. For the first time in generations, our national capital was attacked by some of our very own citizens for the sole purpose of taking away the fundamental right of voting and representative democracy. So please join us. Maybe we'll even have a little cocoa. Although, who knows? It might be too warm for cocoa. I must say that everywhere I go or every store I go into and start up a little small talk, Pretty much everybody is a little than more concerned about how warm it's been. They understand how abnormal it is. So hopefully it won't be too late to get public consensus on the side of mitigating the human effects to climate change in whatever form that is able to be done in the upcoming years. I want to give a solemn happy trails to the old ball coach John Madden, as many of you know. He passed away yesterday, I think it's uh, 85 years old. The man to which Frank Caliendo owes his entire bank account to. Madden was hands down one of the best color commentary announcers in NFL history and maybe in all of sports. The guy who, by all accounts, was a football genius, a coaching genius, but when he put on the headset and was talking to the nation, he explained the game to him like an everyman, and with his jovial booming and boisterous delivery made everybody feel like they were in on the inner workings of a game and couldn't wait to hear what he had to say next. I heard a clip today of him talking to, I think, Pat Summerall, ragging on Troy Aikman's terribly grown beard. I don't know if you remember back in the day, but Troy tried to grow a beard with essentially white facial hair, and um, when that comes in patchy, it looks awful. And so Madden gave him the business, and it was a classic moment. And in case you didn't know, I think ESPN just released a documentary on him just over Christmas. Really odd timing for that, but now there is all the more reason to go check it out. And on a side note, I heard a lot of people in the sportosphere over the past 24 hours talk about how their kids or people of the younger generation only know him through the game. John Madden NFL football and didn't even know he was a coach and one guy said that his kid who's probably seven years old didn't even think that it was a real person it's just what the game was called so maybe a little hint to EA Sports the maker of the game how about putting the namesake maybe somewhere on the cover or back in the game in some respect again it's the least you could do to 
honor a man with such a distinguished history in the game and someone who was a true visionary in terms of bringing it to your entertainment console. Lastly tonight, a bit of a concerning note. I have a $100 gift card to Michael Alberini's restaurant, and I'm really concerned about whether or not I'm going to get to use that. Again, as you may have heard, he was arrested and arraigned for holding a woman against her will, as well as domestic abuse and a couple other charges. And then on the Facebooks today, I saw a note that was apparently on the door of his restaurant saying that because of a sudden staffing shortage, they needed to close immediately and would hope to be open next week. Who knows if the fallout from this will keep his doors closed forever. I'm going to feel a little slimy going in there if I do decide to get food. Maybe I'll just get takeout. But I guess the money's already spent, so I'll get some scallops? I don't know. But if hearing the counts against him and hearing the way the events unfolded according to the police report, it's not a good look. It sounds like the guy might have a bit of an issue with alcohol. And then seeing him in the courtroom from the news footage, it seems like he might have a bit of a smarmier, holier-than-thou, I-can-get-away-with-anything attitude. I mean, who in their right mind under those circumstances would wink at a camera? I'm sure he had time to sober up before he was before the judge. So you don't get to blame the Henny on this one. And maybe, just maybe, this could go the way of the Carl Polini incident where someone with local prominence essentially gets to skate on some fairly serious charges, yet to be seen. But in some good news to wrap things up, Jazane Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's young girl groomer, was found guilty today on five out of the six charges against her, which is fantastic. It's really good to see people who do horrible things, especially to minors, pay the consequences. If for some reason we as a society can't keep things from happening like this to begin with, all we can ask is that justice is served thereafter. And with that, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.